0: Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and Finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit CornbreadHemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at Bueller, Bueller. Bad, bad girl.
2: They
3: Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Aaron oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond
1: belief!
0: We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting
2: Hello everybody, happy Wednesday to you, December 15th, 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here in southern Indiana, Indiana's number one UK athletics radio show, time and time again, three years running now, and we thank everybody in southern Indiana that makes that happen. No, no, no. We we thank everybody listening all over wherever you may be. Today's going to be a big show. We're excited to have you along, Roush. It's kind of your show today. You you you've, you've set up most of this stuff. I'm excited. You, you've got the you've got things moving. Uh, you tell me what we've got planned. What what's,
0: well, what's on tap? We've got Adam Luckett coming on at 7:15. Give some takes before the faxes. Start rolling in and...
2: The facts before the facts.
0: Exactly. That's what uh, we
2: previewed that section, or that that interview as, just as of right now.
0: Yeah, but uh, Kentucky's going to start announcing signing day additions at approximately 7.30. If I'm not mistaken, we're the only show that'll be live throughout this entire process. So keep it locked uh, until 9 a.m., probably later. Let's be real. We're, we're probably going to go going late today. Um, but now we're 2. We're going to have... Mm, Hopefully multiple assistant coaches. Uh, Some of it's going to depend on which faxes have made it in as of yet. Uh, But we have confirmed Liam Cullen going to be coming on in hour number two. And the big one that I really want to get, because this could be some big time scoop radio for KRC, is one guy by the name of Brad White. Whoa! That would be huge. Really, really would like to have him. Is talk he back from Baton Rouge? After man, how do, I, I don't know why you say it the way you do, but like, because <laughs> like I, I, you're right in that Cajuns don't pronounce all their consonants, but I feel like they say Baton
2: Rouge. That's Baton Rouge. I think that the best French, they basically just don't even finish the word. <laughs> <laughs> they just say half of it. And I never studied French. Uh, I took Spanish for several, several years in school. But no, it's Baton Rouge. And maybe you saw Brian Kelly's dancing.
0: Yes. Um, which that would scare any if sensible like, person off.
2: Hey, the money would be great. Obviously, LSU's a good job, but you pay me that much money, I'll go do whatever you need me to mm-hmm. do, wherever that may be. I do wonder if it was just like at the end of the day, though, my boss, Brian Kelly, versus my boss, Mark Stoops, life a little bit easier when you have a boss that you can tolerate.
0: That's correct. And there's also a – I like the way our, our, our pal Justin Rowland put it. Um, Brad White, he, he's, a, he's a fit guy. He's a family guy. It's Strong dad vibes coming from Brad White, and I don't think he's willing to uproot his family. When you said fit, I thought he, he meant
2: like, strong. Yeah, he he you know. could be fit that way, he too.
0: He also, uh, yeah, Wake Forest linebacker, you know. So, uh, But uh, I, we don't know officially, officially. I, I could not get UK to confirm, and then other sources were just like, I don't know. But Stoops did slide out during last night's telethon that – uh, you know they've been trying to pull Brad away, uh, but I called him and said that he's going to stay with us, uh, and he's even going to donate his bonus money. And when I first saw the the video, that I think uh, I'm sending that
2: to Justin. By the way, let's just go
0: ahead and play yeah, it. when, yeah, he, when he gets it,
2: when he gets it pulled up. But uh, yeah, I think OSEA will see a blue put it out there. See
0: a blue did. And when I first saw it, I was like, "What in the?" Like, just because he's d- paying his ball bonus doesn't mean he's staying. Like, I'm pretty sure you get the bonus just for. Becoming bowl eligible, um, but when you hear the clip, it's like, wait,
2: this sounds like good news. It was nice little, nice little. Uh, he drops it in there like it's nothing, but it very clearly is something. Here it is. Um, I was recruiting this day, you know, he was getting pulled
3: away just a little while ago, and uh, Brad White is staying with us, and he didn't, he didn't even want anybody to know, but I called him and asked him permission, but he donated his entire
6: bowl bonus uh, to this uh, and, right. uh, and uh, Man, and, yeah, yeah. that's event. awesome.
0: Which I'm sure his ball bonus is, if it's not six figures, it'd be in the 50, 60-ish range, right? Like, it's going to be a good chunk of change, too, which, uh, but...
2: Well, speaking of which, just for a second, side note, $3,031,241 raised during the UK Telethon, which will be heading to the Tornado Disaster Relief. Unbelievable really almost speechless when you think about how much money that is on incredibly short notice. I was in, I'm It's kind of like, I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it because I'm doing it for good. When I do it good, sometimes when other people do it, not good, as if that's not hypocritical enough for you. But I think you'll understand where I'm going with it. But Kentucky, over $3 million, Which is amazing. Going to talk a little bit more about that. This is still awesome. Any amount of money people can donate, can raise. I never really understood why folks ever charity shame. And that's not what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. But Green Bay did not a telethon. It wasn't probably to the scale, and maybe even understandably so. But for the victims of the Waukesha tragedy in Wisconsin. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is horrible. We've, I think, maybe touched on it, but just just absolutely heartbreaking. They raised $270,000. A lot of money. Yeah. Going to help those people. Nothing wrong with, I mean, that's, that's great. That's really nice of the Packers to help. UK in a four-hour telethon, $3 million. It's crazy. And again, any amount of money for anybody that needs it, especially this time of the year, you don't charity shame period, but $3 million for UK. So credit to everybody that stepped up in a big way, a small way, if you gave any at all, if you gave a ton. I know that Calipari and, and part of, you know, that, that there was a large group of people, including some former athletes, gave over $50,000. Obviously, Brad White's bonus. Over $3 million with very little planning, with very little heads up. Not a ton of coverage, as Justin pointed out. You know, only one on one station. Mm-hmm. Makes you proud to be a Kentuckian when you're part of something like that. Horrible, horrible stuff that happened last weekend. Money can't replace everything, unfortunately. But Roush, should. nice to see that. That, that they're helping. And supposedly some of those communities down there are saying, listen, we, we've we got a lot of what we need for right now. Yeah, as far keep as like, us, physical supplies. Keep, keep yeah. us in mind in six months. Keep us in mind, you know, this is going to be a long rebuild. And hopefully that $3 million along with so many other charities and fundraisers and people just stringing together what they can. Uh, somebody in my neighborhood in in Linden, their cousin was in Mayfield and they they just asked for supplies. Just you need Tylenol in the cabinets you need deodorant you you know stuff that everybody just takes for granted was literally sucked up and taken away from them so that made me really happy last night, Roush, and I think again stuff like that can help put things in perspective. We're going to talk signing day yep. today. We're going to get pumped up about it. We're going to have on some big guests, including Adam Luckett, here shortly. But that made me uh, made me proud oh. to be a UK alumni, just a Kentuckian overall, and and thank you everybody that could contribute.
0: And I, I love to see just where you know where the donations kind of were coming from. You, Chris Holtman from Ohio yeah, State, this weekend's awesome. opponent also. Uh, Native of Kentucky, grew up in Jesmond County, Nicholsville. Uh, you had a lot of former Kentucky basketball players. Uh, John Wall, Eric Whatsoe, Elena Scanner, Julius Randall, Boogie Cousins, Willie Colley-Stein, Kat, in- in- David Booker. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jamal Murray, Bam Adebayo, Tyrese Maxey, Malik Monk. Like, it was a long, long list. Um, I, I mean, and then I love seeing the guys working the phones, too. Like Will Levis, Will Levis looked incredibly excited. Yeah,
5: I knew a, I phones. knew a couple people that were able
2: to talk to some folks and, nice. he, and hear some people on the line. They said and, it was awesome.
0: And those guys this weekend, they're doing a signing at KS Bar and just like, all right, you pay sixty bucks for Wondell, Chris Rodriguez, Will Levis, and Josh Paschal's signature, and all that money is just going straight to uh, the tornado relief fund. Yeah, like awesome.
2: It, it really is. It, it it's amazing. It's cool to see the state come together. People that have spent time in the state knows. It's really, for all the the bickering, Roush, and the back and forth that we've had over the last uh, couple years for some folks, it's nice when things really matter, things that are actually important. We put differences aside, come together, and help our neighbors. And that's what, uh, that's what Kentuckians have done here. So that's awesome. And it's going to be a great signing day, Roush. It's going to be great. There's been some folks teasing that there's going to be some other big news. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? I think there's an obvious guess of what I think it would be just at the surface. I don't know what it is. I was hoping you did, Mr. Sources, Mr. Well,
0: um, there's Jacoby Albert, who we talked about yesterday. He's potentially out there. You have Keontae Goodwin and Dion Walker down in Dallas for that Frisco, Texas All-American Bowl event. Uh, those are probably both going to be good news for Kentucky. I'm feeling good about both of those. Uh, Jalen Farmer could flip from Florida, um, but uh, as Luckett, as uh, he'll tell you, there's always a surprise or two on signing day, and uh, Luckett, I hope you've had your coffee this morning and you're ready for a surprise or two or three.
4: I'm locked in and ready to go, and Nick, you are right. There always are a few sneaky surprises, but Kobe Albert, that's going to be a name we talk about a lot today, maybe not the highest-ranked guy, but that's a guy that potential – can play as a true freshman is going to be an impact player, whether it's that receiver or safety.
0: Man, he's he's one too. Like TJ, we're going to hear a lot of this from Luckett, like and everybody is. There's a kind of consensus that Kobe Albert is an absolute baller. Uh, he's put a lot out there on tape, um, but Luckett, I did want to ask you about the two guys. Down at that All American Bowl event, how how are we feeling about Keontae Goodwin and Dion Walker? And have you ever seen two humans so enormous in your entire life?
4: Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I have. Uh, not, he, not since Keontae Trevor. Per- po- not
2: since Trevor posed with Andre the Giant. Am I right, Luckett?
4: Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but De- for Dion, I don't. I've never seen him in person, but I've seen Keontae, and I know how big he is. And seeing Dion be somewhat in the realm of um, close to Keontae just shows you how big he is, but to start with Dion, I think I think you should feel pretty good as we sit right now. Um, a lot of Michigan folks were pretty strong on the stance that they thought that last minute Michigan visit, um what he did this past week, and he went official to Kentucky, and then when he landed in Detroit, he drove over to Ann Arbor right quick for a last minute kind of visit with Michigan. They thought they had a really good chance at him all week, and then here in the last, last minute last night, they kind of all switched their picks to Kentucky. So I think we're looking pretty good there. Kentucky's recruited this kid for a long time. Klink, Steve Klinkscale's working it for Michigan. I think just the longevity of Kentucky's recruiting is going to win out there for Walker. Um, for Keontae, I guess you could classify me as being in that 50-50 camp. I could see it going anyway. um, reason way. If you made me pick, I would say Kentucky just because – these legitimate five star, consensus five stars, who've been high level recruits for a long time, typically they go big blue blood, or they stay at home. You don't really see them go to uh, go out of pocket to like more regional, maybe middle of the pack conference schools, as Michigan State would be with the Keontae Goodwin recruitment for throughout the tenure. It really was like, all right, let's get through this Ohio State Ohio House. You get past that, they're not really an option oh, he visited Alabama, that's going to be one to work work through. Nick Saban doesn't visit him at home, so you survive that. Um, now it's just Michigan State has emerged. And just historically what, in my mind, i telling myself that, that that's not what these players go to. They usually just stay at home, or they go to a blue blood, and hopefully that'll win out later today.
2: I think the Goodwin situation, Luckett, just kind of screams to me, a kid that Thinks to himself, he wants to go play at Michigan State. Like, uh, obviously, because there'd be there, it'd just be easy to say right, if he didn't want to do it, just easily to be like, no, I'm not going to Michigan State. Uh, it, I think he thinks to himself he wants to play at Michigan State. I think he's trying to figure out if he's got the stones to tell UK, hey, this late in the game, I'm I'm leaving, and hopefully, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully well, he decides he he wants to to stay
0: and. Uh... Good news too is uh our, our friends at On Three are hearing that the announcement will come at eight fifteen this morning. So the Goodwin d- n- yeah, announcement? Not even gonna have to wait around for it. Because as we've said on this show, TJ, Nick Roush number one Keontae Goodwin coming to Kentucky stand. So that's you true. heard it here first, folks.
2: That that's absolutely true. That's what it looks like to me, Lockett. Do you disagree?
4: Yeah, I could see that, but I also, I mean, I, I don't i don't really know. I don't know what the relationship there is with Michigan State. Like, what is the selling point for Michigan State? That's what I've been confused about the entire time.
2: I think it's just the relationship Tuck- with Tucker. And, and I yeah. think it, it's the thing that I, ultimately why I think he's going to end up UK and while I think that the Michigan State thing is just kind of a flavor of the month situation, is I think he's going to have to realize that Kentucky's been on me since I've been even paying attention to college football. Michigan State, I know that they've been on them for a while as well, but it's not as long as Kentucky. So I think he's having to decide: Am I really going to say no? Am I really gonna? Am I really going to leave these folks that have been with me for yeah. almost half, over half a decade at this point?
4: And when you dig in, I did a little digging last night. You go to Keontae Goodwin, who he follows on Twitter. It's not they don't. I didn't find one Michigan State player on there. You yeah. saw multiple players in this Kentucky class. You saw multiple players on the roster. Guys like Luke Fortner, who won't even be on the roster next season. That he, you know, that's just Twitter follows, but it just shows you how recent I think this Michigan State stuff is. And maybe it is just who knows. Maybe it's uh, Michigan State trying to build a strong relationship there at Aspirations. They're rolling kids in there every year that are going to be high level prospects. Um, so maybe it's something for the future. They're trying to create this relationship, and they're just building that. But, I mean, who knows? There might – you know, it's recruiting. Stuff can get wild. But I, I do think Kentucky has a great shot just because of that longstanding relationship. And Merrill has just in a, done a really, really good job recruiting them.
0: Keontae's recruitment's taken up a lot of oxygen, Luckett. Um, but we could get – we're expecting Tavion Robinson, the Virginia Tech wide receiver, to commit today uh, along with, you know, could have Jalen Farmer flip. Uh, could have a couple other talented guys. What's a what's a player we we aren't talking about enough in the in this signing day class?
4: Yeah, I think Kobe Albert is obviously going to be kind of the flavor of the day. I think when you dig in a little bit more, I think like Graham Bingham is not getting talked about at all. He's kind of just been lost in the shuffle here, but that kid is going to be like. He's going to have to register for two years, but he's going to be just another great addition to the offensive line, their offensive guard. He's, he's a guy no one's really talked about. Um, the Wade twins, um, I think, here lately have gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit, but I would bet a lot of money that both those guys are impact players at Kentucky. They just seem to be the real deal um, on both sides of the ball. I think Destin Wade is going to eventually switch positions, and I think he's going to be – Kind of like an Isaiah Cummings, like a flex tight end, um, but you're going to be able to do more stuff with him, I think, because he has a little bit more versatility. Um, so those those are the guys I think probably they're getting a little slept on as we as we reach uh, the point.
2: Yeah, that, that's that's the thing about every signing day is generally it's the the hottest names or sometimes the most dramatic the people that string it along for the longest, but. Sometimes the most exciting can be the people that were kind of blue all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the Wade Twins. Tennessee had a pretty good year, better year than I think a lot of Vols fans were expecting, especially coming off the final year of, of Pruitt, which was a disaster. Stuck with U.K. Through, through it all. Didn't even think twice about it. I'm really excited about those guys. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned a few of kind of the people that aren't getting a, a ton of love because – those people end up sometimes being the best in the class or, or can be the best in the class. So you, you see that from time to time.
0: Man, and Keaton Wade, too. He uh, he's a, he, he doesn't have the length, I think, as J.J. Weaver or as Jordan Wright, but he's much more polished to this point in his career. Kentucky needs edge rushers. Uh, we saw depth as a problem last year. Um, so I don't know how much you can rely on those guys right away, uh, but if there is one you can at that position, Wade, Wade certainly does fit the bill.
4: Two. There's no doubt. I, I think all the, the both those guys, they just have the makeup. I mean, they just over the summer they came to Kentucky at a camp and they went through a full workout. When they he really had no business doing that. You don't see rising senior prospects the summer before their last year unless they're trying to get an offer. They don't, especially committed. You don't need to go through a full workout one of those camps, and they did. Um, it's just little things like that. I think those those guys are going to quickly become, I think, fan favorites once they get in the program.
0: One one more question before – or, hell, we might have a couple more questions. Who knows? But we're going to get you out of here. The Faxes are firing up. They'll be rolling in in six minutes. Like You've been looking at some of Kentucky's competition with other uh, – how they'll finish compared to the Cats. Just share with us some of the pecking order where you kind of believe UK will fall by the time this day is done.
4: Yeah, I think in the SEC, Kentucky's going to finish behind You know the regular um, – regular suspects. You've got a Alabama, kind of competing for a top class today. Um, Georgia's also in that mix. So those top, those are the top three big dogs. But after that, there's kind of a weird shuffle going on. Missouri is going to sign a top 15 class today. Um, Eli Drinkowitz did a great job of getting kids in Missouri. Missouri had a very good classes cycle in state, and he's going to sign most of those guys. So they're going to have a top 15 class. But after that, Kentucky's probably going to finish fourth or fifth um, in the SEC when it's all said and done. Florida's kind of in a weird, a weird situation with a new coach. Brian Harson isn't exactly exactly knocking it out of the park at Auburn. LSU's going to have a small class. No one wants to work for Brian Kelly right now, so there's <laughs> some weird stuff going on there. So I think today we're looking at Kentucky pulling in a top five class in the SEC this year. Um and that is a big, big deal. You just that Doing stuff like that is going to allow you to climb the ladder. Now, in football recruiting, you have to stack them. You have to do it year after year. I think it's fair to say at this point that 2019 class was mostly a miss, um, but that was after you had three good classes. But then these last three classes, I think you could argue, they were the best three classes of the Mark Stoops era. I mean, that's what it's looking like. 2020 obviously got all that attention, but in 2021, you got some real players in that class, Trevon Wallace. Jagger Burton. I think Jordan Dingle's gonna be really good. And there's some other guys to really believe in there in that cycle. And then you back it up with this strong a class. Like you want you wanna compete for nine wins every year. You want to win the East. You wanna get to ten and two, you wanna get to eleven and one. You wanna be in the playoff conversation um as Thanksgiving gets gets here, you have to have classes like that, like this. And you have to build off big seasons. So it's good to see Kentucky have a big season. And really have a strong recruiting class here in 2022 as they keep stacking.
2: We're talking with Adam Luckett, KentuckySportsRadio.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Adam Luckett. KSR, the facts before the facts with Adam <laughs> Luckett. Uh, DeCarlos Nicholson, we're expecting him to, to flip.
4: Yeah, I would assume Mississippi State. I think it was pretty much 50-50 as of last night. He had gotten really quiet since that official visit to Starkville. It's kind of a weird recruitment. He told both Old Miss and Mississippi State he was gonna official visit there <laughs> last weekend. And he ends up just, you know, showing up to Starkville. He's he was originally committed to Mississippi State, visited Kentucky, decommitted and committed to Kentucky I think right at the beginning of the season, I believe in August. And then he's held firm with that, but now it's getting a little wonky there. It gets pretty crazy with those Mississippi Juco kids sometimes. So we'll just see. Oh, what happens here? I think it's probably a, it might be a good sign that he hadn't committed yet. That he's waiting this long. Maybe Kentucky has a chance to just survive long enough to get him signed. If you miss on him, looks like they're going to get off Frazier, originally from Georgia. It's another JUCO kid, six foot four. I believe 6'2", six two six three. So Kentucky's getting back to having length at cornerback. I think that that's what they're valuing right now. And both those guys. Uh, can add that, and I think it's a pretty safe bet that they'll sign one of those junior college prospects today.
2: Yeah, that's why I wanted to, to, to throw Nicholson your way, just because... It, it, people were worried about it. UK didn't want him to officially visit anywhere. You're committed to us. Lock it up. You don't have to go anywhere. He was telling everybody that he was going to go visit them. So the, 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 the kind of just the, the vibe, if you will, was that he was going to flip. But I did also find it interesting that we haven't really heard anything from mm-hmm. him over the last few days. Maybe that's just to let things smooth over just for the big dramatic flip on actual signing day. Maybe it's just, hey, I enjoyed the visit but there's a reason I'm committed to Kentucky. Everybody leave me be. That's where I'm going to end up signing. Uh, it, my, my guess is he probably ends up flipping, but it would be – I I want Nicholson. I love his tape, I, I, and especially, you know, some, some moments in the secondary. I thought U.K. could use him right then and there. So next season I think he could be a help as well. So that was one that yeah. I was kind of nervous about. And if he ends up going, then Kentucky does have some other options. But he was one that I was kind of excited about when he did commit.
4: Yeah, and I think it's important to remember. Like today is a huge day. Um, you what you win football games by winning today, um, but you also have the February signing day, and you also have the transfer portal. So mistakes or misses that you have, you do you still have chances to clean those up um, in the roster construction phase. Um, so if you miss on a few guys, it's not the end of the world, but it's not been, that's going to be of a big emphasis as you close here. But the the portal, like we've seen, it's Kentucky just landed – they landed three impact guys last year when you look at Wandell Robinson, Darryl Rosenthal, and West Jones. Two of those guys came like in April and May. So this is a long process. Um, but overall, you, you have to win today and, that's, and beat out good teams. And Kentucky's done that in this recruitment, and hopefully they get a big one over Michigan State here in about an hour.
0: Wow. Well, look it. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, We're going to be podcasting later tonight with Freddie, uh, hanging out with Mark Stoops this afternoon at 3 p.m. Enjoy that cup of coffee this morning or two or three, and uh, we'll see you on the blogosphere.
4: All right, boys. Happy signing day.
2: Thanks, Adam Luckett. Have a great day. We appreciate it. Great work. Always great to hear from our buddy, Adam Luckett. And we don't get any losing gambling picks this time around. So wow. Even rare. Even all all the better. All right, Roush, with that Goodwin announcement, did we get stumped by time zones again?
0: Is it 9-15? No, th- this was on the On3 national... Uh, Kind of running Scoop a, NSD HQ. Yeah, their ticker. Their ticker has at eight fifteen a.m. Eastern time. Wow. Yeah. So
2: supposedly a Michigan State insider with ninety three percent prediction rate changed his pick from Kentucky to Michigan State at five a.m. this morning. So he, that guy bats ninety three percent. Made a Michigan State insider made the switch from Kentucky to Michigan hmm. State.
5: I hadn't had his coffee yet.
2: <laughs> Let's hope that guy, that 93% takes a little bit of a dip. Oh, yeah. And you know what? 7% of the time he's wrong. Man, I hope that I hope that this news breaks during the show. I hope it's good news, though. hope it's good news. All right, we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Roll X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We
1: can pop all night.
4: Baby, you 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 can have whatever you like. I
0: welcome back to kentucky roll call with walker i know that dude and roush yeah!
2: all right maybe you have to make a correction here the Michigan State insider may have switched it from Michigan State to Kentucky. The twenty four seven graphic could not be more
0: confusing. Because they have two arrows instead yeah. of just one. Like there's no need to have a second arrow. Just whatever
2: one you it ha- just looks
0: like it's in a circle.
2: And also we read left to right, not right to left. So it'd be where he <laughs> was versus where you think he's going, not where he is versus where he was. So it's very confusing. But we're under the impression that he switched it from Michigan State to Kentucky. Yes. Although, weird. Weird way to do that.
0: Very weird way to do that.
2: But hey, that would be good news.
0: Uh, and It'd also
2: be nice to have Mister Ninety Three Percent in our corner.
0: More good news too. Do we have? I don't. We need something to ping. 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 Uh, ping, 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 ping. Ping, 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 Oh, we had have to get the maracas out for all of these additions. Oh, uh, yeah. But the first five are in. Tomiwa uh and Tyrese Fierbury are two uh, Brad White recruits from the Northeast. We got a guy from Pittsburgh and Fierbury who's a four-star, top 200 guy. And Tomiwa, who's uh, a talented, lengthy defensive end that folks really like on the coaching staff. Uh, and then uh, the other three, Andre Stewart. He pledged his allegiance, made it official. One of the only guys that participated in the opening over the summer. Uh, Brandon White, right receiver from Cincinnati Molar. Uh, he'll be the fourth Molar kid on the roster next year. And Grant Bingham, who Adam Muckett was just talking about, the Johnson Central uh, offensive lineman that will play guard at Kentucky. Great mover. Moves really well for his size. Really powerful. Finishes block. So uh, first five are officially official. Markham them Boom. That's five
5: out of what, you, what are you thinking expected-wise? If you include transfers, 20-ish. Um, but, you know. So your day's already a quarter of the way done. Wow.
0: Yeah. Not bad.
5: <laughs> Woo!
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. Um, but uh, Stewart, Stewart's one. I think Andre Stewart doesn't get talked about that much either because his high school – he has the other cornerback is a five star going to Georgia. Uh, another guy on his team's a four star going to Tennessee, and they like, he, there's three four stars on his team, all going to SEC schools. And he just kind of was the lowest on the totem pole, but still went to the opening five eleven cornerback. So uh, a, a nice win in Atlanta metro area from uh, Anmar Stewart and Co.
2: Great way to start. I'm just so, I still can't get over whether or not, which way it flips. Doesn't matter. Need to move past it. But just can't imagine why anybody would be like, you know what? For the flipping graphic, let's make it two arrows and make it as confusing as possible. (laughs) So I have no idea. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. With how jam-packed of a show we have today, Roush, I think we, we get to the Thornton's text line right now when mm-hmm. we remind people to stop into Thornton's for your morning wide willy and some coffee.
0: Yeah. Uh, as they say on their cups, coffee makes everything possible. I just, just I'm going to need another one. We need to have a Thornton's just built in here. Mm-hmm. Somebody also tweeted at me and said that. Uh... <laughs> Said Thornton's is an underrated breakfast stop, and it's like, no, it's not. It's or we're we are not underrating Thornton's as a breakfast stop on Kentucky Roll Call. That's a hundred percent certain, correct? Maybe just others aren't.
2: We uh, but we are doing our job to let folks know that you need to properly rate
0: that place, yes, as awesome because it is.
2: First texture 502 414 1450. Scooch, wake up, buddy. I need my podcast. Oh, oh wait, that's the wrong one, <laughs> it's the wrong day.
5: Gotta give me crap every chance we can, huh?
2: Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's old. crazy. I didn't send in over any
5: yesterday. Uh, you can y- see why that would be confusing. No, you you sent a few over yesterday. Just not very many. Oh. No. Well, uh, no, actually, no, you didn't send any over, because the, all the ones you had sent over were from the night before, or the day before.
2: Correct. That's why I'm so confused. Yeah. My bad. Well, my My bad. We start with
5: um Yeah, that does look really, really confusing. <laughs> and we start with a new Alabama.
2: Okay. A new Alabama minus three and a half was too good to be true. Screw penny, and I hate Memphis. We had to have some throughout the day yesterday. Just refuse to believe that we wouldn't have. Refuse it.
0: Maybe Rutherford's messing with it. Tampering.
2: They, well, they, they do say that they're going to send over. Te- Trevor says he'll send over text messages that are sent into their show. And sometimes I'll be listening to Rutherford and I'll hear, oh, KRC text. But I'll never see that text again. Mm-hmm. Point blank period.
5: Got to come up with a new system.
2: There, There has to be. I'm just kind of briefly going through right now to see if there would be. Don't Meanwhile, see,
5: don't don't see any
0: yet. Get those Josh Allen comps ready for Fear Especially with the length and athleticism. He's got a uh, you know, develop of course, but he's uh he's got the build, the long arms, the ability to move in space. A great disruptor behind the line of scrimmage. Kentucky's edge class, very good, very good. Helen, if you can add Bogle from the transfer portal as well. That one I'm still feeling about fifty fifty on. Um the Florida transfer. Not sure if we're going to hear anything today or not. That's the thing about the transfer portal. It's just kind of willy nilly. Um, you know, you just you don't know until you know. Uh, speaking of, shout out to Louisville for getting uh, a a decent transfer portal player, Momo Sinogo, who um, led the SEC in tackles a couple of years ago. Not sure if he got hurt and just kind of has fallen off. I don't I don't know what the latest is on him, but he his numbers did kind of. Took a nosedive last year, um, but uh, still a, a big name for the cards that they desperately
5: need. Also signed Papa.
0: Yeah, they did get Papa. They
5: got uh, their Papa. Popeye.
2: Papa's good. I don't like that they got him. <laughs> and this old Miss guy that they're getting seems good. Roush, seems like UofL's bringing further impact guys going to the SEC. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's almost like it just means more.
0: Also, I... It would
2: it, be funny if they even added like a couple more SEC guys, just so that narrative could even have a little bit more truth to it because they don't like to think that there's like a conference discrepancy, which is the most ludicrous thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And they'll quickly be like, SEC East is generally rated one of the worst divisions in football.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I go into the
2: SEC. You, I don't blame <laughs> you. Val, I don't blame you seeing the results of you all playing SEC teams over the last few years, probably a wise decision. Can't beat them, Go steal them.
0: You, you, you mentioned, though, off the top, you said Popeye is good. I know somebody who doesn't agree with you. Keontae Goodwin. <laughs>
2: he's
0: he's not a fan of Popeye.
1: Well,
2: I saw the video of them like, going at it.
0: Yeah, he thought it was hilarious. That, like, really? You think you're good enough to keep up with me? Come on.
2: I did find some text, by the way, during the Rutherford show. Seems like this must be a podcast listener from the 606. I, do you remember... This text into the show. KRC, you of all peeps love saying who UK should play. The neutral site game between IU and UK was universally considered the best in the country. A perfect red blue split. Yeah. Please
5: discuss Monday.
2: Huh. That wasn't sent. I don't remember that one being sent over.
5: Yeah. Let's see. We had another one. Oh yeah. No, I I don't so they didn't send that over, but they definitely discussed that on their show. I remember I listened to it.
2: But we never had it. Yeah. Wow.
5: Another one, KRC,
2: same texter from the 60, this six oh Poor six oh six guy. Really? Roush Walker scoots coming into Louisville Wednesday. I need a bar that isn't expensive and I can watch sports.
5: Wow! Wow! C- thank good- couldn't even give the guy a bar.
2: Thank goodness today's Wednesday. He's not too late. Oh, that's true. Although if he doesn't listen to the podcast until Uh-oh. it seems like in the afternoon. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And then the next text was from yesterday. Is the stage too big for Grady? <laughs> All during the three to six hour where the Mike Rutherford show is running wild on the text line.
0: Gosh.
2: I wonder wonder how many more of them there are. I think the only polite thing to do is to kind of answer these. Uh, Yeah, it's always hilarious how many people say who UK should and shouldn't play. Always... Always outside fans that think that they need to have an opinion on who Kentucky should and shouldn't play. Kansas and Indiana announced a home and home and it was so funny how many Indiana and even some U of L media members wanted to, like thought it was Ha, look at you, Kentucky. As if UK couldn't get a significantly better home-and-home game in the snap of a (laughs) finger. Kansas and IU playing home-and-home, Justin, you know what I think of that?
5: Oh, man. What do you think of that? Cool. Good
2: for you all. Hope you have fun. Should be fun TV. Hope the games are between ranked teams. That's not a guarantee, but it should be a good time. Great for your two universities. Pretty
5: well where I'm at. And
2: everybody else move on with their lives. It's
0: also a Spider-Man meme of awful home-cooking officiating at both schools. Like, which place is going to get more calls for their Team. That's a good point. Uh, that, that's going to be fun to play your uh, stat tracker after the game. That
2: second half against Kansas back in '16 oh was one of the most
0: ludicrous games. And Kentucky still almost won.
2: They went to overtime and and should have won. You're you're right about that. Gosh.
0: Gosh, bums me out. Stupid game. All right, man. Now I'm in the anxious where it's like, all right, we've got five in. Where are they? At? Where's the rest at? Where's the rest at? Got oh. some more infaxes.
2: Um, another thing another well remember we got to do the facts before the facts uh by the way a bar well maybe we personally text them back in we've got a, what
0: about Salsaritas? they serve beer do they
2: yeah i think so yeah i they, know they have the cool they,
0: like mexican sodas but i don't know if they yeah they have beer. that like little ice cooler where but, or is that just like this bottled sodas
2: they used to have beer maybe they don't anymore now you're getting me con- now because uh, now i don't know but i swear <laughs> they used to and i've had a beer there Oh, gosh, oh, nice. what if I'm just wrong about all that and I'm no better than <laughs> – Who's uh, a non-alcoholic beer Who is beer that CBS guy that made up all this stuff? Oh. Wait. Brian uh...
0: – Oh, Brian Williams, NBC? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'd be no better than Brian Williams if I, <laughs> if I made up the fact I had a beer at Salsaritas and didn't. Could have <laughs> also just
0: snuck one in.
2: Who knows? Yeah.
0: Um, sneaking beers into Salsaritas. The back Two locations. The, Hubbard's the, Lane. The, the back
2: road. the back door. I don't know what sport you're watching tonight. It's pretty bleak college basketball slate, but you've probably got something in mind. Uh, is the stage too big for Grady? I've seen a few people like have this take or put this stuff out there. What I would say to that is, Notre Dame is horrible. He played much better teams than no- that Notre Dame team yeah. during his four years in college prior to Kentucky, including
0: a uh, Kentucky team, including that they uh, yeah, to in inc- the NCAA tournament,
2: including a Kentucky team. So no, the stage isn't too big. And that du- you you know you'd have a better case after the Duke game, but even it, no, he played four years of college basketball, went to the NCAA tournament. On teams that were predicted to maybe be some some dark horses, so the stage is not too big for Grady. I sure as heck wish he would have hit that three though.
0: I uh, also think that at Davidson he was doing a lot more. You know, he was playing with his back to the basket sometimes on undersized guys at the three. Uh, he's not really doing that here. He's got a lot more in his three-point shot to fall, and he hasn't had one of those games where he's just become money. He's going to. We've talked about
2: him maybe wanting him to maybe take over a little bit more and do some stuff on his own. Mm -hmm. Notre Dame game could have been an opportunity. Nobody stepped up in that Notre Dame game.
0: Nope.
2: Maybe because they were too busy making bogus charge calls on Ty -Ty Washington.
0: Stupid
2: Stupid charge calls. All right, sorry about that, 606. What do we have? Uh, Did we ever figure out really where we were?
0: I have no idea where we are. I can't can't make heads or tails.
2: Uh, Is Kyle Tucker screaming for Nate Oates to be Kentucky's head coach after getting their tail whipped by Memphis? Two bad losses on their record already while also beating arguably the best team in the nation. Strange year in college basketball already. Texter, beautiful text into the show, and that was a big takeaway I had last night is that that loss to Memphis is very comparable to Kentucky's loss to Notre Dame. Yeah. Memphis has bad losses. Notre Dame has some bad losses. They're not... Right now, good teams, obviously, Memphis has a lot more talent and seemingly a higher ceiling. But at the surface of where they're at right now, not all that all not all that different. And I thought the exact same thing is Alabama's losses are to a bad Memphis team in Iona who's gonna have to win their conference to get into the NCAA tournament, which they probably will, but still not a great team. And then they've beaten maybe the best team. That's good news for Kentucky. Let's just let this be a real chaotic college basketball season where we go into the tournament saying like, hey, there's eight teams or 12 teams that we think can win it, and there's probably 20 teams or 25 teams that could potentially get into the Final Four. Because we may need that this year. We may need a chaotic March.
0: Man, I just can't tell you how much I hate watching Memphis play basketball games in Memphis. That court is hideous. And then... The band.
2: It is such a they, bad court. They, You're Memphis. You don't need to do gimmicky
0: basketball courts. I mean, they, they have this Calipari band now, never. too. It's not like a pet band. It's like a, ooh, we're cool Memphis, so we're going to make it like a jazz band. But also, we're going to play this music all the time. It's almost like an NBA game where they've just constantly got they're pumping in music, except it, it, it's not allowed during play in college basketball. So, like, they'll make, like, womp, womp, want, want kind of sounds throughout it's just, it's so weird so so weird
2: yeah it, it seemed very gimmicky although how much can we make fun of courts when we have the ugliest court it's
0: yeah it's or, not as the the worst not as ugly as it's memphis, not though.
2: overall as ugly as a court but that logo is just as bad as anything memphis has going on
0: Uh oh here we go Quintel Jones is in officially a Kentucky Wildcat. Uh the most recent commitment. Uh he announced his commitment. Was it Thursday of last week, I believe? Yep. Yep. Uh big body <laughs> from South Ge- Fort Valley, Georgia. Uh six foot two, three hundred twenty pound, defensive lineman. Dude is uh do they still say built forward tough? So, uh, I think they do. Yes, built forward tough. Well, Ford haven't hasn't been building, so I don't know. Oh wow, shots fired! <laughs> uh, but he, this guy is hard to move in the trenches. He might a, he's take a, a while. He's a big guy. But here, here's the thing: is like I could, I could easily see this being a. Oh my gosh, he's he's already doing that because that's what happened with the last two guys that Summerall signed: Josiah Hayes and his large neck, and then this year, Khalil Sanders. Like Khalil Sanders, I did not. I, I expected nothing from that guy. I was kind of like, oh, well, let's hope this guy ends up being something. He ends up playing as a true freshman and being pretty decent in in limited action. So um, if, if Jones follows a similar path as some of those other Summerall signees, uh, he can be an impact player down the road. <sighs> Trenches are he is, looking good, looking real good. According
2: Bart. to rivals, he is the commitment that weighs the most. Care to comment? Oh, at 320, big ones.
0: Man, um, I would think... No, Walker, if if Kentucky gets Deion Walker, he's larger. He's like 360.
2: So you're saying hold off on yes. the pie award. Oh, we well, are going to do the journalism awards this week. May have to push that back.
0: Yeah, might have to.
2: Okay. Deion Walker, big guy. Yeah, he is. And also, I'm not buying that Keontae Goodwin's 305. I get it. He's super tall. The weight spreads out more. But I bet if we had a scale right in front of us, it would say more than 305 pounds on it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it'd be over like 320, 325, you know? It'd be a good... Yeah, but I'm just... Did you see, uh, he was with David Baker last night? You know who David Baker is? He's the guy that, uh, is the guy who knocks. He was in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I know Donnie Baker. Yeah, well, David Baker, (laughs) he's much different. (laughs) Uh, But David Baker's an enormous human that wears like size... uh, I I don't know what a suit size is, but he wears the biggest suit size. And Keontae is actually bigger. Like, he's the first person I've ever seen. Keontae is the first person I've seen stand next to him where they're like, oh, so they're about the same size. (laughs) Like, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Huge human. He's the one who knocks. And it's not not the, uh, you know, Breaking Bad. He's the one who Uh, knock knocks. David Baker just knocks. Gotcha. Yes.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, will keep letting us know when they keep rolling on in. Big day for UK football. I don't know if Luckett uh, – he he certainly alluded to it. I don't know if he said this exact word, but I think he did tweet this out at one point. does seem like the basement's just rising. Kentucky's always gotten some good players in the Mark Stoops era. Mm-hmm. Maybe today ends up with the highest-ranked player in the Mark Stoops era. We shall see. But he's always been able – he's gotten some five-stars, Roush. He's done some cool things that have really been eye-popping for U.K. football fans. The norm has changed a little bit. It's not just cool to be a hat on the table anymore. We expect Kentucky to to bring in a lot of these really talented players. But it just – and you don't talk about this as much because you don't spend National Signing Day talking about the bottom of a class, but the right. bottom is getting better. Much better. The, the play, you know, Kentucky, even at the beginning of the Mark Stoops era, there were a few recruitments where your biggest competition was what Scott Satterfield would call a prize recruit, beating <laughs> out some of the Mac schools for some of these guys. That's The bottom now is still beating out some really, really good options. And it's selling these recruits as, hey, you're going to come in, you're going to develop. We've got a blueprint. What what is recruit and develop? Recruit and develop. Yep. And these recruits are buying in to Mark Stoops's process instead of maybe getting playing time at a program that hasn't had as much recent success. It's cool to see UK be able to win some different recruiting battles. They can get in, so they can they can beat out some up and coming programs for guys and tell them you're going to be in the SEC. May take some time, but hang it hang hang in there with us. And then for some other high five stars and some bigger guys, hey, come join us. We're ready to knock off the traditional powers. There is some immediate playing time available, but you're going to have to work for it against some other talented dudes who may have a chance to play on Sunday because look at our track record. They can go a bunch of different ways. It's a versatile recruiting staff with a lot to sell, and you're starting – not starting, you're seeing the continued pain of dividends, if you will.
0: Yes. And, I mean – You don't have the same kind of uh, Josh Allen slept on. You know those stories. People love to point to him. Those are rare. Usually, it's uh, guys at the bottom. They're they're kind of at the bottom for a reason. But like you said, if they can turn into quality contributors on your team, who you don't have to put up a ton of stats, but if you can be a rotational piece on the defensive line, or be a starter on the offense, like that's that's a it's a nice pickup. Like, Qu- oh, yeah. Quandre Mosley was kind of like that on signing day in 2019, I want to say. I think he was in the 2019. 20- yeah, he was in the 2019 cause. JUCO kid that they, they actually missed out on somebody. I forget who it was. And they ended up, Kentucky was like, all right, we missed out. We're going to take Mosley. Mosley comes in. It wasn't
2: Enzo Jennings, was it? It might have been. From Penn State? It might have been. Because UK felt good
0: about him for a while, and I really like that guy. I, is he still transferring, or has he I announced so.
2: what he's going to do? Sorry to interrupt you. Though. But
0: um, either way, like, you didn't get a lot out of him initially, but he at times this year he was Kentucky's best corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So like making sure that you're getting quality and not just filling scholarships to fill scholarships. Like that's that's where Kentucky that, that they've really raised the floor. Really raised the floor. And uh man, it should be getting even better today. Can be a top fifteen recruiting class when everything is all said and done. Um but a lot of it depends on some of these big time announcements. I know we're gonna have uh, Deion Walker a little bit later on today on CBS Sports HQ. Don't have a time peg down for that, but I think around nine till eleven ish, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, we we haven't gotten specifics on that, but could have Keontae Goodwin coming up here in about twenty minutes.
2: Looking at that twenty nineteen class, just like Ooh. hurts your heart. Yeah, it's like so many names that were we were so excited about, so much promise. But guess what? Over the course of their times at UK, Kentucky's just been trucking along. Felt sure. bowl with the wide receiver, oh, Gator oh. bowl in a pandemic year with not much offense, and you follow that up with going back to another Citrus Bowl, looking for a double-digit win season, two of the last four. That's Programs change, ladies and germs.
0: Do we think to me, was the first player from the state of Delaware to play football at Kentucky?
2: I thought... That that may have been, I feel like we've talked about this, but I
0: don't remember what we, what, what conclusion we came to. I don't, I don't either.
2: I'm going to go with yes.
0: It's Delaware. Like, isn't that just where people go to have tax havens? You know what
2: they say about Delaware? The first state.
0: Yep. Yeah. Which is, intense. you have all those nicknames and the peach state, the bluegrass state, the Hoosier state,
5: the first state.
0: <laughs> like, what? just, no, we're just the first. Well, you aren't wrong.
2: They really go by that.
5: Is that a real thing? It, because They were the it, first it's, state. It's on their license I know they're plates, the first it's state. On,
2: it's it's all it's it's hilarious. all of them. It, it it is really uh yeah it, it's all of them. Uh, what if the second state was just like hey <laughs> I'm the second state? Do you know who the second state is? Uh, is it the Garden State? Is it New Jersey? Good guess. No, Justin um, narrowed down by by one you got got basically a 1-11 in a 11 chance now. Yep.
5: Rhode Island. Oh, that was uh, not a bad guess.
2: No. No. Rhode Island was actually the last of the original thirteen really? colonies, so we're wow. actually going to say yes, bad guess, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Rhode Island just two ahead of our beloved Kentucky. Pennsylvania, just five days after Delaware. You snooze, you lose, Pennsylvania.
5: Man, I struck a chord with these Ford guys. Sorry, y'all.
2: <laughs> oh, oh no! Really?
5: Man, we'll make one comment about they're not building, then. Yeah.
2: Hey, just so everybody knows, <laughs> Dingus doesn't speak for us. And just because sometimes we don't follow up on comments, it's because we're not paying attention. It's not because we're not passionate about it. Just know that. Uh, Texture says looked it up last night. Brad White's bowl bonus is seventy-five thousand. Wow. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> that could be more than what Cal's given. It shouldn't. Sure-
0: I also think it was funny that Vince tweeted that he's going to give some of his bowl bonus, like the day before, and then Brad just does the full bowl bonus. Really, Vince is getting. I mean, which is like, here's well, the thing too. You you shouldn't charity shame, right? Not never charity. No, shame. No, but also like, hey,
2: no, you, no, we're we're getting we're walking a fine charity shame line, and we're not going to do <laughs> it. Good on everybody for donating. Yes, however much you could. If it was a lot, great. If it was a little, that's great, too, because you didn't have to give anything. So we do not charity
0: shame. Well, you know what we also need to do? We do need to get to a break. We do. Let's go to a break and try just to get having Liam Cohen on the phone.
2: Just having too much fun. We'll be back. Hopefully have Liam Cohen on in hour number two. We'll finish up the Thornton text line, and we'll continue to update you on who is coming in, when they announce, when they sign, And obviously, we're all focused on Keontae Goodwin as well. Maybe that's an hour or two. We'll be back.
3: Don't worry.
6: Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy.
4: Over. You say over? I ain't heard
6: no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
4: Nothing is over until we decide
6: it is! With Walker and Rosh.
7: We're just getting started, bro.
2: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports Radio. Keontae Goodwin walking down the purple carpet.
0: Man, it's one purple carpet.
2: Very purple carpet. Cheerleaders that. Do the cheerleaders know who he is?
0: Man, that blue Kentucky hat's going to look great. Juxtaposed next to that purple carpet. Going to look great. Do you remember when Matty Ewan put on the helmet? That was hilarious. That
2: was pretty funny.
0: That was a signing day special, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was. Yeah. Oh, That was very funny. That was funny. (laughs) They had to have given him a big helmet, too. Like... You can't just give him like the average, run of the mill helmet.
2: Shout out to Rivals, they didn't completely buy into the Matt Elam hype. I wish it would have worked out though for him at UK. Don't. He was he was Don't. he was a fun, nice dude.
0: Don't. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he did it. tell me straight to my face that he hates KSR. Like he was like he <laughs> was like. Hey, this is my good friend Nick Roush, Matt uh, from KSR. And he goes, "Oh, ha, huh, I hate KSR."
5: Seems <laughs> <It was> awkward.
0: <laughs> What'd you say? Like, "Oh, well.
5: Nice I to meet you too." KSR. <laughs> that makes two of us. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, wow. I, I figured that's what he would say. Roush would say, "I'm
0: I'm very excited too for whenever Kentucky gets a flip because I found an old video uh an old video we used on signing day. Do you remember Javis Blue flipping? That was like Stoops' first signing day class.
2: I mean, obviously, I remember Javis Blue, former Green Bay Packer. Green Bay Packer, great. Yeah, Green Bay Packer, great. Absolutely. Um, I don't remember where he flipped from.
0: No, like he he could like he did like a bunch of flips oh, in a row, like he, actual flips.
5: He literally
2: could flip. <laughs> yes, I do
0: remember that. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to to bring back that that video. Just, but, <laughs> but. Flip. We'll flip. RIP. Oh, here comes Keontae. He's uh, sitting down. Can we get down. the Watch
2: Stadium feed? Where's, where's he at? Watchstadium.com. Uh, Justin, pull it up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe we can air it live.
2: Yeah, maybe we can air it live.
5: Where is Keontae at?
0: It's at an All-American Bowl event in Frisco, Texas. It's at the essentially the Dallas Cowboys training facility. Uh, and this event is clearly sponsored by Takis. Maybe that's why they've got the purple carpet, but they've got those spicy chips all over the place there. Uh, maybe Keontae will just open the bag.
2: Less talky, more typey, Justin. I'm looking. Hey. Hey. <laughs> text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450.
0: We're, we're efforting to get Liam Cohen on the phone, but uh, you know I'm sure he's well, waiting around for this to happen. This is probably more important than talking to these two schmucks.
2: We still have 45 minutes yeah. left. If, if we hear from him, it'd be great. But we understand that at this exact moment, maybe attention is is elsewhere. I do wonder if Kentucky knows if uh, UK has been informed.
0: I don't know. I'm I'm sure they felt good because about I, it for a while, but yeah, I don't. Because you
2: got to think that there there may be something bigger on the line here. If they're not informed, and he flips to Michigan State. Could that sour things with aspirations? Right, Could, right. Because yeah, that, and to some degree, if I'm Kentucky, I, I'm understandably pretty disappointed in the whole situation. You don't need to make a stink about it.
0: Do you got the video feed up, Justin? I can't find it anywhere. Watchstadium.com? Yeah, I went there. Yeah, it's just watchstadium.com. It just plays live. I mean,
5: if you can find
0: it, then I'll... Uh, uh, it's watchstadium.com, and it's just playing live. He's talking. <laughs>
5: literally, literally went there, watchstadium.com, hit just, live, and... It's, he's talking. It's some lady talking about Clemson football. <laughs> oh, there we go. I got it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> just had to go home. It wasn't on there. Uh,
6: if I do it, and you'll know, push through it to get what you want.
3: How about from uh, from the relationships that you've built with some of the coaches in your life? Who's been most impactful? They really for you? are going to drag this
6: out. Um, I really all of them. It's a deal with the a talk a little bit different than another one hasn't. Another one hasn't. Um, you know, you learn a little bit from everyone. So I
3: realize that today is the beginning of an early signing period, but it's certainly not mandated that anyone sign a national letter of intent today. Uh, it sounds like you are uh, going to make kind of a, a special announcement, so I'll give you the stage here.
6: Um, <clears throat> I've had a chance to sleep on it, um, and uh, uh, right now uh, I'm undecided on where I want to go to college. Um, but I have um, I have two finalists, and that's Michigan State and the University of Kentucky. So the Michigan State Spartans or the Kentucky
3: Wildcats will see Keontae on the uh, on the football field in the fall. First of all, when do you plan on making your decision? Have you thought it that far yet?
6: Uh, no, uh, you know it's a lot. You know the schools are very similar. Similar. I like them both. You know, It's a very hard decision to pick between them both.
3: Well, let's talk a little bit about each one of them. Why don't we start with the Kentucky Wildcats? Coach Stoops has done an unbelievable job. Obviously, the SEC is, is pretty well known for being some of the best football anywhere in the country. What, uh, what do you like in particular about the Wildcats?
6: Um, I would say you know, just you know, the relationships that I have with the coaches. Um, you know, I'm a relationships person. You know, I, I, they care about their players. Um, I like the team that they're building. And you know, it's, it's home.
3: And, and on the, uh, on the flip side, Mel that. Tucker just recently signed a, a contract extension. So they've got some real stability up in East Lansing. <laughs> um, I would imagine you probably would enjoy oh, blocking for a running back that had the kind of season. Kenneth Walker did a pretty impressive year for, for the Doak Walker Award winner. H- how much does any of that go into your decision? Are you thinking about coaching stability, who's on the roster, or is this about your opportunity, the relationships you've built, and when you can play?
6: Um, I would say that the relationships that I've built with the coaches is the most important thing for me. Um, just knowing where I'm, somewhere where, where I'm going, that like the coaches care All right. about the players. You know, somewhere where it's more than just football. Well, we certainly appreciate you spending some time with
3: us, and uh, and wish you the best as you as you go through this tough process <laughs> of trying to figure out exactly where you want
6: to play college football. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um right. I just want to thank Taki's.
2: No, thank Taki's. Don't cut away. Thanking Taki's. <laughs> I can just imagine u k staff watching this just being like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused, so
5: he's not announcing today. That's no. unbe-
2: that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's- <laughs> you could make a parody about like a college oh. football recruiting, and this would be a part of that movie.
5: <laughs> All right, let's go to the decision.
2: Yeah, I slept on it. My decision is no decision. I'm not ready. Michigan State or Kentucky, stay tuned. Win? Don't know. Thank you to Takis. Takis is the real winner there. Don't know what it is. It's a chip company?
5: <laughs> Texters and Talkies got screwed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what an yeah. M. Night Shyamalan twist. Everybody's waiting patiently for the decision, and the decision is no decision.
0: They uh The, the Takis, though, the little kids love to eat them because they're very hot chips.
2: <sighs> I like hot. I like spicy.
0: That was great. That was great.
2: Oh, that's good stuff. Text into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. If we were doing the show remotely, you wouldn't have to hear Roush's typing. Unfortunately,
0: sorry. Part Not of the biz. Lie.
2: You're you feel like you're inside baseball though. You're with Roush as he types his KSR articles. You could have been responsible mm. for said typos that you see because you were distracting on the Thornton sex line.
0: Oh, we might be having someone calling into the phone lines here soon, too.
2: Be on the lookout, Justin. It's
0: good
5: to know.
2: Couldn't find oh. Watch Stadium somehow.
0: <laughs> Although it's not announced by UK, but a Cincinnati reporter says that Lakota West senior defensive backs Alex Afari has signed with Kentucky Ooh. this morning per his coach. Big time get. That's uh, great. Cincinnati was making a late push.
2: Oh yeah, there are some folks worried that a Cincinnati flip could happen. Obviously, the hometown school they're playing in the college football playoffs have had a hell of a season. Have had a hell of a run in in the last few years. So cool. glad to hear that. I I'll, I'll, I I want to see it from UK though. I th- I feel like you you made me go Morocco when I shouldn't have gone Morocco. <laughs> Oh, you can make espresso. Yeah.
1: yeah.
5: yeah. Woo. Okay, good. Good.
2: That's that's one that I think is going to be a, a nice player for Kentucky.
5: One yeah. of, no, one, certainly. One, one and, of
2: one of my one of my more favorite ones.
0: Yes. And he is uh man, he, he's one of those two that Kentucky got in on early and really rose through the rankings as of late. A standout on both sides of the football, catching passes at receiver, playing like safety slash cornerback. Um, I'm not sure exactly where they start him, like where they fit him into the equation, but the last time Kentucky got a guy who can play safety, or two guys who are talented safeties from Cincinnati, Darius West was a two year starter whenever he was healthy. Mike Edwards, three year starter, one of only two two defensive backs to ever have 300 tackles at the University of Kentucky. Uh, Afari is a bona fide talent who, man, great, great, great addition by Vince Morrow on signing day. He identified him early. When Afari rose up the rankings and became a top 300 prospect, they were able to hold on against a college football playoff team.
2: Love it. Love the analysis there as well.
0: Here's a question. If I was confident that Keontae was going to sign with Kentucky, it, it, am I am I wrong it, that he didn't sign today, or can I still just say I'm right when he signs with Kentucky later?
2: You, it, it, the day's not over for what it's worth, it's and w- with the way this recruitment has gone, <laughs> would anybody be surprised if in three hours they quietly just send their paper somewhere? I, I none of this seems like awesome news for UK. Generally, you want your commitments to be committed. And a commitment means when it's time to sign that you're committed, so you're willing to sign. Very clearly, shouldn't be considered a commitment anymore. I don't, you know, since maybe that John Hale article, some folks haven't really considered him a commitment. But I think pretty much what he did yesterday, or what what he did yesterday, what he did 20, not even 20 minutes ago, six minutes ago, was his way of saying, I'm not committed to Kentucky, but I still may end up there.
5: We've talked about Keontae needing the whole attention thing, so I don't think if he does do it later today, it'll be quietly. I don't think he'll send in papers. But it would be really funny if, like, 6.30, he's like, nope, I'm ready.
2: (laughs) I I could totally see it happening. Stranger things have happened in recruiting. The funny, like, while we're having fun with this, and I think the the joy of all of it is that was happening live on air, but we've seen much stranger things happen it was just fun that we were all kind of witnessing this particular weird recruitment together. And Takis. Takis has nothing on Sauceritas. <laughs> Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive-thru. The chips are delicious, they're nutritious, and they're wildly
0: addictive, Roush. Wildly, wildly addictive.
2: Hot salsa, mild salsa. They've got it all. Cheese. The hot sauce is the best. And then. You want your cheese melted this case, so you got to try it to believe it. Whew. Supposedly they got great, great guacamole.
0: You're not a guac guy. Though.
2: Not a guac guy. No. Not at all. Not at all. And Justin's answering the phone, Roush, so I think uh, think we – let me get that tweet out.
5: Whoever it was hung up.
2: Oh. Could have been anybody. Don't tell, tell call
5: back. <laughs> what if it was somebody
0: just prank calling? Johnny. Johnny, today's not the day, buddy. <laughs> remember when Johnny was the when the Pope called in? It yeah, we, call. had, we
2: we had a few problematic calls back in the early days of KRC. Let's get back to this text line in the meantime. 502 1450 this from Robert I was at the Titans Jags game and you want to talk about awkward no player would interact with him no one would stand with him for the anthem he just kind of squeezed in between two random players Josh Allen was jogging off the field and Urban went to give give a good helmet slap and Josh literally just ducked out of his way avoiding any contact
1: at all
0: (laughs) yikes man that is a. Uh, Did you just hear what Justin says <laughs> It wasn't quite Trevor uh, no,
2: asking his greeting. It was greeting. actually the opposite of Trevor. He <laughs> said, said, "Hey, Cohen, how it's going?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that w-
5: that wasn't my intention. Yeah. It was a little. It was a. <laughs> hey, of, it, it was a uh, that's Mister Cohen to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna call. I was going Coach Cohen, but uh, the, mo- to- the moment just got here too quick. How's it going, Cohen?
1: <laughs>
5: that, that, Mr. Cohen, Liam Cohen, (laughs) joining us on Kentucky Roll
2: Call. If you ever wanted to do like a little podcast or something, that would be a good name for it. How's it going with Cohen? (laughs)
7: I'll take it. It's not a bad bad one. I'll
2: take 50% of whatever profits and future profits that podcast may make. Thank you for joining (laughs) us this morning. We know it's a super busy day for you. We will get right to it. Uh, the the facts are coming in. Mm-hmm. You're already seeing some some names roll in. This may end up being the best class Kentucky's ever signed. Uh, what's the mood around the football facility this morning?
7: Yeah, it's all positive right now. You know, I think that uh, staff's done a great job of putting together some pieces and and um, you know evaluating targeting. Um, the type of players that we needed to, in order to get this thing rolling in the right, you know, direction specifically offensively, and um, you know, I think some of the obviously the defensive players that we were able to get signed this morning, really good players, and uh, we're excited about this class, absolutely.
0: Coach Cohen, I'm, I'm, I'm curious here. You, you, you've been out of the game for a little while. S- signing day, mm-hmm. first signing day in a couple of years. What was that? The the. The feelings the emotions going into this and and what's the kind of rush been like as, as you all head towards the the home stretch to to close on a on a talented class?
7: yeah, I mean it's one of those things where i, I never i get i get excited when I see him on campus, you know I mean, because so many things can happen you know from now till then, and uh, you know once I see somebody on campus in june um You know, I'll really be excited to be able to work with them and and do those things, but it's been a great, great experience so far. And our athletic department's done a really nice job of getting this thing, you know, situated. And, um, you know, our staff, like I said, has really worked hard, specifically our recruiting staff has worked extremely hard, you know, with the official visits, with all the paperwork. I mean, they do so much that goes into today that gets lost. And um, really, the excitement. It's fun to watch those guys. It's not as much, you know, crazy, excite- exciting for, for me. It's more, I, I get excited seeing everybody else get pumped up.
0: Well, two of the guys uh, that are on the board right now that you're going to get to work with this summer are a pair of wide receivers uh, Brandon yep. White from Cincinnati and Jordan Anthony from Towertown, Mississippi. What can you tell us about these two guys?
7: Um, both. <clears throat> extremely fast i mean that's the thing the speed aspect is is what those two were were really taken um to to help us with and improve was just our overall team speed um just getting there's some things you can coach and there's some things you can't naturally coach and both of these guys are sub ten four. Uh, 10 300 meter guys that you know just off the bat without any training here in college without any college strength program and um so right off the bat just getting faster at the position specifically receiver but also in the return game um, and just team speed in general it does help when you can can add some guys that can really run and be dynamic with the ball in their hands and now we work on the receiver fundamentals and techniques, and um, definitely think that those two bring something that we might not necessarily already have in our
4: program.
2: I want to ask, I don't know who officially is in and who's not, Roush. Well, so there's I, a, I have the list right here. There's, there's, so a you, few, there's a few that I want to know or ask about, but I'll maybe leave the specific questions about players to you because I don't want to get – Uh, Liam Cohen, (laughs) offensive coordinator from Kentucky, in trouble about who he can and can't discuss. I'll ask a question about the upcoming bowl game. Just one uh, one off the recruiting. Because I bet that is some degrees frustrating as you're getting excited to close out this recruiting class or the early period of this recruiting class. Like you said, it's not officially over just yet. You're also preparing for a really important bowl game against a traditional big 10 power, a game that's going to mean obviously a lot to your head coach and you're having yeah. to kind of juggle all these things with that. Well, I guess mm-hmm. for, firstly, how, how challenging is that? What, what was kind of the process mm-hmm. that Mark Stoops laid out to the coaches to say the next few weeks recruiting is super important for the future but this game is really important for right. momentum moving forward as well
7: yeah, we went on the road you know for the, the previous- the last previous two weeks and then it went dead on sunday and um you know our, rec- our our video staff did a great job of being able to get you know the film into our ipads and um all the younger other coaches were able to do some breakdowns um so we were able to get a jump start last week and then really because it went dead on Sunday all we're doing is being able to make phone calls starting as of this past Monday so Monday was our big game you know we started game planning the last two days we'll do some more game planning today uh watch some more film tomorrow we'll do more you know some more game planning and then start our actual preparations with a walk through practice friday we'll practice which will be a tuesday practice typically And then Saturday will be then a Wednesday practice. So we've got plenty of time to prepare. It's just a matter of, like you said, um, just balancing, you know, the phone calls, the calls that you have to make to close some of these um, commitments and and signees. And then also um, just getting your work done and getting the game plan stuff done, getting your base plan. There's still, still so much time, but we do need to get ahead.
0: William, I know you were in a lot of homes over the last month or so, um, all over the country really, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I've heard Nick Saban can can throw down some soul food. Uh, did you throw down any soul food? What was the best food, the best meal you enjoyed throughout your recruiting trek across the country? Um,
4: <laughs> that's
7: a great question. Um, I didn't probably have too many dinners in anybody's homes. Um uh we were in nashville and i had a really I went to a steakhouse but that was that was on my own so uh that was with a couple of the coaches so um probably nothing um out of this out of this world they did a lot more going into the schools and seeing coaches and 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 then also seeing some of the kids the 20 2022 20, uh kids that we were recruiting at most of the schools um, so it didn't really get out there and, and have anything good. I know some of these guys were down in Mississippi and had some, some darn good food down there. So, um, But it's uh, it, it's definitely the landscape of some things have changed. It, when I was at Brown, you know, you'd go into the home and you'd sit down and have meals and hang out, and then that's somewhat transitioned a little bit to, you know, let's just kind of have a chat so that the family doesn't feel obligated to cook a whole meal for us.
2: <laughs> that's a that's a good way to look at it, uh, Liam. Yeah. I, I was I, I used to cover recruiting. Nick Roush still does one of the frustrating parts about it was just remembering that you're dealing sometimes with young adults, teenagers, sometimes not the the most mature, but you still need to yeah. kind of, you still want to be there for them. And then especially now with the new transfer rules, now more than ever it seems like a recruit maybe that was committed for a while that flips at the last moment. You don't want to burn bridges cuz you don't know when that player may eventually want to come back around, but is it still equal parts frustrating kind of watching maybe a recruitment that you felt like you were good in and and still have to sweat it out late?
7: Yeah, I mean, nothing surprises you anymore. I mean, just nothing. It's the way these things go now. And um, the way I typically look at it is, I mean, you know, coaches can leave at any time. Players can leave at any time. And it's really ultimately as much as you'd like for um, – players to stay committed and, and, and keep their word. I mean, things happen and, and people have to do what's best for them, whether it be player, coach, staff. And um, you just can't ever take it personal, whichever way it goes. It's just at the end of the day, it's a decision that changes a kid's life. It obviously impacts our program, but the program will continue to move on. And, um, you know, it, we. it's going to be a next man up mentality depending on no matter what the situation is. So, um, everybody's got to do what's best for them at the end of the day. And, um, you just can't take it personal. Of course, it's a stress. Of course, it causes a little bit of anxiety, I guess you, if you will. But, um, once you start to realize and take your, take the emotion out of it, it's really at the end of the day, it's just a kid's decision and, and that, and they're still kids.
2: Yeah. Last question for me, and and then Roush can can take you out of here. And we really appreciate your time. It's it's been it's been fun watching you take over this offense and uh, really humming there late. I think a lot of folks really enjoyed that Governor's Cup game, uh, your all's most recent one. And and uh, anytime you beat Louisville by that much, it's really enjoyable. Now that you've been here for at Kentucky for not quite a calendar year, but you've had a, a season, a regular season under your belt, in your opinion, what does U.K. football need to do to take the next step? It's already taken several under Mark Stoops, but it seems like on signing day you see the calibers of players coming in. It seems like you will know, mm-hmm. keep inching towards uh, a little step higher. In your opinion, what's that next step?
7: Um. Yeah, I think the the next step is to continue to build. You know, really, I can only speak offensively is to show that we can, you know, throw the football and and, and continue to attract um, the skill players that we need to in order to compete in the SEC. They've they've done such a nice job over the years um, recruiting the offensive line, tight ends, running back positions that have, um, you know, and it's shown. It's shown they've they've been able to, we've been able to run the football we've been able to be physical, um, but we all know anytime you're you're not balanced it's it's a little bit easier to defend and I think we created some balance this year, um, but we need to take the next step from a recruiting standpoint um, in getting you know some some other skill players in here. We need to improve the skill player and we need to improve the quarterback position, and that's just the reality. And that needs to continue, to, whether it's with the, whether that is with development or recruiting, but that is where we need to go from an offensive standpoint um, and moving forward.
0: We got some news. We got some news. Josh Caddis has officially sent his signature in. The fax is in. Uh, a talented tight end. Another player from Cincinnati Mower. Uh, Liam. He's. He, I don't think you could say the same thing about the speed from the other Mower product and the receivers that are signed. But what can you say about Josh Caddis's game and what he can do for your offense?
7: You know, Josh is very similar to the guys that we have in the program now with Brendan Bates and Justin Reg and. Um, you know, he and Batesy uh knew each other, they're very similar, tough physical, um, relentless blockers, um, great hands, good feel for the game. His dad played at a high level in football. His dad's massive. The kids' brothers are massive, he's gonna be massive and um he's just a great kid, the type of kid that Kentucky fans will really love and enjoy because all he does is wanna put his head through a wall for you and and just work his tail off. And uh, Great kid, smart kid. Um, comes from a great family, as I mentioned, and and we're really excited about have, having Josh in our program.
0: Well, Liam, we appreciate you taking some time today to chat with us. I know it's crazy going over there at the Joe Craft Football Training Facility, um, but hey, this is why we do it. We, we, we love nah, this no stuff. <laughs> and uh, uh, Thanks for your time, and uh, good luck today. Best of luck today.
7: Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me on.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Liam Cohen, offense right. coordinator, University of Kentucky. We are long overdue for a break. We will take that, come back, finish up the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll, Roll call, call on Big X Radio.
4: like waking up to this Kentucky
0: roll call with Walker and Roush.
4: Assuming. It's a perfect way to start the day.
0: Welcome back. Thanks to Liam Cohen for coming on. Mm-hmm. Sounded like he had a long day. Had a that- long few days. You know what's a great way to unwind after a few long days? Cornbread hemp. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic gummies.
2: Finally got relax. to try some.
0: Yeah, took one before I went to bed last night. Slept like a baby. Not the baby that wakes up during the middle of the night, like the baby it didn't that even sleeps. wake up oh. when the baby
2: woke up. Wife oh, was man. in and out.
0: Got, Wonderful. Got
2: the baby in the crib, like I said. So uh,
0: twenty-five to one CBD to THC ratio. Wow, pretty awesome. Great pain reliever, especially if you're on your feet all day. Great way to help you relax. Use the code Big X this holiday season. You'll get thirty percent off at checkout. Organic CBD gummies from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. uh, We are currently sitting at 10 signees on the Kentucky roster. If you missed it earlier, Keontae Goodwin announced that he's not announcing anything. He went to the event in Frisco, Texas, and said with some certainty that it's Michigan State or Kentucky, but he's not willing to make a decision today. And so the show goes on. Uh... He will be participating in the All-American Bowl in January. One other player who might be announcing... to d- He's not announcing today. He's going to announce at the All-American Bowl, but we might find out today. That's Davison and Brunison. Uh, he plans on enrolling early, so... It's kind of a weird situation, TJ, where you can you don't need to sign a national letter of intent. They just want you to, to make things official, to kind of get other schools to back off. But Igbunasen could just wait, announce in January, and show up. But, if we recall, Vito Tisdale, he signed with UK on signing day. They did not say anything. They kept it quiet for him. And then when he made his announcement at the All-American Bowl, uh, they went public and said, Welcome, Vito, to the BBN! Uh, so, you could see that with Igbunis today. Uh, he's between Kentucky, Rutgers, and Ole Miss, the top yeah, posted, player in New yeah, Jersey. He
2: posted the Rutgers picture yesterday. Oh, we were is...
0: so confused because he had a fingers crossed, and his brother plays for Rutgers, and it said something like all in the family yeah. and Rutgers bound on the graphic, but he didn't say anything else. We were very concerned trying to dissect it. And then, after like an hour, just started tweeting out a bunch of other. Like, UK, Tennessee, Ole Miss recruiting graphics. Yeah, that was strange. I, These kids keep <laughs> us on our toes. I will
2: uh, add, that, too. That would that would voluntarily go choose to play for Rutgers football. Yeah. Wild to me.
0: Yeah. Very wild. Um, I, I would like to add, too, this might be our last December signing day.
5: Say what?
0: Ross Dellinger put out a story last night that they're trying to change the recruiting calendar to back it up to January. Um
2: I do think that maybe more focus on bull prep should be prioritized.
0: Well, initially, the thought behind having the early signing period is like, we're wasting two months here. We're spending more money than we need to. Like, let's just, let's just go ahead and move this thing up. But then they added the transfer portal to the equation. And so if you have uh, to make a coaching hire, you've got to make it quick. And you've, you, things are moving much faster. So essentially, they want to they want to try to stretch things out a little bit more to give new coaches at least like a month to maybe re-recruit their players from the portal, or recruit guys that are already committed to that school. Like there, there's 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 a lot of moving pieces. It's difficult for some of these coaches. And you know what? It would not it would not be a shame if. Kentucky took advantage of those coaches that are moving around right now. One of those could be Jalen Farmer, an offensive guard from Georgia, six foot four, 300 pounds. Dude's a monster. And uh, Eric Wolford's trying to flip him for Florida. So that's that's one to keep in mind today.
2: Bring it all on.
0: Bring get, it on.
2: Get all of them. Woo. 502 414 1450. We'll get a few more texts in here. Uh, Texter says, so I saw Vandy did donations and I was doing something and Ohio State. Has UofL done anything? I don't know if UofL, I, I think. I think maybe, well, they collected water uh, along that, with the yeah. mayor before the UK L women's game on Sunday.
0: Chris Mack said he wants to put together a toy drive. Okay. Um, for the, the kids, which I I, I like that. Yeah. They're
5: just a little slow out of the gate because nobody's there to run this thing.
0: Huh, could be
2: could could be <laughs> some truth to that.
0: Like, <laughs> which, by the way, if this was a normal day, we'd be spending a lot of time talking about Vince Tyree's comments. Really took a shot at our guy Tim Sullivan. Uh, does he not know that Sully climbed a flight of stairs to get answers? Yeah, he a whole flight. God, an entire, Vince,
2: an entire flight. Respect some journalism. Vince had to drop a BS line too. <sighs> not say for for radio. Wow, not a big fan of Tim or the Courier Journal. <laughs> the the. He basically, he said that there's a divide between athletics and academics, but he also says that he did, something's not adding up with the whole coaching search thing, for what it's worth. I I, I don't believe him that he never considered firing SAT, that he said it was a four-year job, that he never was thinking about other alternatives. I don't buy it for a second, for what it's worth. Not for a second. Is the good one an announcement Eastern or Central? It was Eastern and it was and boy. No announcement. <laughs> well, an announcement that there would be no announcement. Seven percent of the time that guy's wrong every time.
0: Did uh, I we did hear that our good friends from Thornton's there pitching on the recovery efforts. From oh yeah? now until December twenty fifth, purchase of any size coffee, tea, fountain, soda, or fizz freeze will donate ten cents per cup up to a hundred thousand total to support disaster recovery efforts. Wow. Boom. That's really, that's
2: really cool from Thornton's.
0: Oh man, I'm donating at least a
2: dollar. Another says the guy flipped Goodwin to Michigan State. It was very confusing. Uh, thank Just you, everybody. Clean it up 24 seven. That was helping us out trying to figure that out. That's clean what I up. initially thought. Roush said no. It's so. I I
0: still don't know. Did he flip to? Mi-
2: there people people are pretty sure that he had flipped from Kentucky to Michigan State. So I'm going to go with the masses. Okay. Although that would mean he flipped one earlier, just like not long ago, and flipped it incorrectly, which if the guy's ninety three percent, that'd be like his loan. Well, I don't know how many. Things, who cares? Who? Nobody knows where good ones go, and the kid clearly doesn't know what he wants to do yet. And man. whatever he picks, who's to say he's not going to change his mind in a couple weeks afterwards? Either S-
0: some of it too was uh, or a season going into this is like, man, I'm glad for this to be over, but. The longer this goes, it's just it amuses me. Enjoy, I'm sorry. How many to high schools it. did he go to? Uh, three. Ballard, Holy Cross, and then Charlestown. Okay. And the Charlestown one, I think the primary motivations was uncertainty that Kentucky would have school or be able to play football. I think that was a big gotcha. reason behind that.
2: And that's uh It's not. Doesn't always have to be a red flag. Mm-hmm. Who's to Who's to say? But. I would. It seems like everything will always be day to day with that kid. Um, if he picks Michigan State, what if he doesn't love his first year there? All right. Well, Kentucky would probably most likely say, yeah, we, we'll, we'd we love you. Come on back. We've seen it before. Can't burn those bridges anymore. Uh, texter just reminds Thornton's given 10 cents for frat, mm-hmm. Fountain Drinks Coffee until Christmas for tornado victims. Very nice of our friends at Thornton's. Where do we see who has signed? Mark Soups has only posted one on Twitter. That was a long time ago, so hopefully
0: you've seen the updates. Yep, up to 10. Uh, I think we have Jacoby Albert is, I think his announcement. Now this is where I get my time zones confused. Uh, But he is going to be making his decision at his high school gym at – what time was it? What time was it? Uh eleven AM Eastern Time. Okay. So that's that's one to keep an eye on. Uh still haven't heard anything from DeCarlos Nicholson. That's who he said at the top of the show. Worried he might flip from Kentucky to Mississippi State. So just um yeah. Man, what an exciting day. What an exciting day.
2: U of getting any three stars today, or just two and one stars? Says one texter on the Thornton's text line. I said I'll tell you, their recruiting class isn't going to end up being all that. But when you bring in the transfers, U of L fanboys will do their typical fanboy spin. There will be no change with that. I will say though, with what they have returning, assuming that the transfers they're bringing in are healthy, and no reason to think that they wouldn't be, but do have some injury. Questions in the past. Roush, it's probably going to be like an eight win ACC team. Well, the funny thing is, it's just I think so many fans have just given up on Satterfield. I don't know where the threshold is to what U of L has to do to get that place filled up again.
0: No, yeah, because I, I
2: don't think eight, I don't think like seven wins even does it, but you also, because this year
0: didn't do it. Who are there – who's going to catch Mike Cunningham's passes? Who's going to run when it's not? Malik I've got Cunningham. some new
2: friends that are like, I think revamping the wide receiver room will end up not being a bad thing. And I was like, well, okay.
0: Yeah, but you have to get guys from the portal. You, The mm-hmm. only portal movement you've done in the wide receiver room is lose your best Well, receiver. they
2: got the – I think they got two guys. They got the Miami wide receiver transfer, who I don't think looks all that great. And they still have the Tyler Harrell guy, who they're excited about. But – Jordan Watkins leaving is not a good thing, and no way could that be spun as a good thing. L went all in on Jordan Watkins. He was like their advertising campaign for a long time. I
0: mean, they, they lost a dude to Vanderbilt yesterday on the recruiting trail. Well, uh, and I kind of teed it up for Watkins earlier, but he's going to have a post at the end of the day, or it'll be either at the end of the day today or tomorrow morning, depending on how recruiting things go. But just comparing UK to its competition, and I look forward to that. Yeah, Wolves is very bad like the average star rating is in the 60s and stuff. Just
2: ugh. But yeah. that but all that being said, the ACC so bad.
0: Yeah, that's and with true. Cunningham
2: coming back, I just think they're going to stay in saddie purgatory where it's not good enough to get butts back in the seats or it's at least not exciting enough and it's not terrible enough where it's like a no-brainer you got to let this dude go. But I still don't envision a scenario where that gap is really getting closed between L and UK. Maybe Uval gets within 24 points next year.
0: The facts is in. Nick Hall, officially a Kentucky Wildcat, talented. I I think they're going to end up kicking him down the guard. I'm not sure, but he's about 6'4", 6'5", 300 pounds. A legacy recruit, the son of Antonio Hall, who if you look at uh, 24-7's highest-ranked recruits in school history in the Internet era, I think he's the highest one still. Is the number 12 overall player back in 2000. And he actually just got a job coaching his alma mater, Kent McKinley High School. So that could be a nice little place to recruit down the road. But uh, as for his son, Nick, uh, a guy that kind of like a Fari, this is like old school UK recruiting where you identify talent early, they rise up the rankings later on. Uh, our friends at are on three have him as a top 100 prospect. Top 100 guy. Yep. Ta- talented, talented uh, player That I know Eric Wolford is excited to have on the big blue wall.
2: 502 1450 is the Thornton Stacks line. Normally listen on podcasts, but just had to plug in early for National Signing Day. Hey, happy you did.
0: Very happy you did.
2: Yeah, hopefully the stream has worked out all right today. So far, I haven't heard anything. Could today just end up being a Kentucky roll call that goes smoothly? What? We have the hilarious moment of the Goodwin decision, no decision. <laughs> Get to chat with Cohen.
0: Oh, and we might be chatting with another important coach. Oh, yeah? Maybe a defensive coordinator. Running out of show. Yep, but hey, we'll take him. We can go on. We can. That's the beauty of the big X. There are no rules. No rules just right.
2: Oh, Justin's looking at us like, oh, actually, I got to get going. No, I'm good. No. I'll hang out. Justin's got to (laughs) get got to roll on into the hotel. Uh, I
5: am I am like super starving and looking forward to Thorntons, but I, I can hang out.
0: <laughs> got to get you a wide willie.
2: <laughs> no weird random cars in our parking lot this <laughs> this morning. Uh Texter on the Thorntons text line. Where oh I'm, I'm all Wagner flip possibilities. I I don't think so. I think after watching this team against Notre Dame, there's no way Cal doesn't play shade and sharp. And I actually thought about it more yesterday as well, Texter. That depending, watching maybe, maybe the more we see this team, maybe we'll realize like, hey, it's a solid basketball team, but it's not really a great basketball team. I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe there's a path to that being the case. Is all I'm I'm putting out the possibility. And maybe the whole sharp stuff was just orchestrated. So Cal said like, give me a chance. We got to get a freak in here that can do something because the whole thing is kind of bizarre. It's not it's not the norm. It's not completely, you know, it's not he's not the first player to ever come in middle of the year, but it's certainly not the norm kind of seems strange. And then like, no, I'm not going to play. Well, maybe I will play. Who's to say if I'll play or not? Maybe Cal's like, yeah, he may. We'll see if we can get him in. And now you're watching this team, and they could use some athleticism. They could use somebody that could finish through contact. They could use somebody that can get to the lane, and they could use another guy that can create his own shot going into the interior, not just dribbling around the perimeter and then throwing up a three. So, yes, I think Sharp's going to play, and I'm excited about that. What is your least favorite day of the week? Tuesdays.
5: Tuesdays, for sure. Yeah. Although, Taco Tuesday makes it a little better.
2: It does. It always does. But Tuesday's a lot like a Monday. Just goes a little slower, I think. Just goes a little slower. Hey, Dingus, we're building at Ford. (laughs) Who said Ford hasn't been building? Working every day at KTP. Always building trucks here.
5: Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to offend you. They're not building the chips. So you all are doing your part. No. Get get your chip builders.
2: No. Don't (laughs) accept his apology, Ford workers.
5: We have so many Ford guys at the hotel, I can't start drama with Ford guys.
2: Oh, boy. (laughs) Hopefully they're going to be waiting on you.
5: John here, good, it
2: just means more SEC morning. Curry is the goat of the three-point shot. Wowzers, Memphis made me cash last night. I got money in the bank. Shorty, what you drink? Hey, Justin, do you ever use that as a pickup line? Either way, keep them women thirsty, playboy. Well got to go. Talk to you later. Wow, (laughs) saucy text from John.
5: No kidding. No, I'm not ever saying, Shorty, what you drink?
2: You didn't say that (laughs) when you went on your fancy date? No, (laughs) no,
0: (laughs) no.
5: Oh, oh, man. Maybe oh, next
0: time. I, unfortunate news. Can't get Brad on. He just wants to make it about the kids today. Stand-up guy. It's going to be talking to me. While well, at I'm, least you didn't tease it. I, I, that's what I'm here for. Y'all are here. We're all learning in real time. And also, John, you and everybody else, I, I did not need NBA stuff on my timeline last night. Why are they wearing Knicks color jerseys in Madison Square Garden? So stupid. You get triggered about the silliest things. It's just noises the bejesus out of me.
2: Hey, can you guys ask Cohen if they will address the running back depth in the class or via the transfer portal? We have had a couple guys in the portal. While C. Rod and McLean are the clear front runners, it'd be nice to add depth for their next group. Thanks, Mook. But yeah, we got to that, didn't we? We threw that question. I mean, in there. sure. I think if you go back and listen to the podcast, we 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 got to round to that one. Mook,
0: you could have uh, Jawan Northington. You know that th- these are guys that could be uh, down the stretch. You know. Like you could you could add somebody, and I think there was a Wisconsin transfer as well that they're looking at. You can add them in February. So,
1: yeah.
2: Sorry, big yawn.
1: (laughs) man Has
2: anyone charted the commits who committed on KSR? Snodgrass, TV Williams, Regelsberger, Jaron Williams, Barker. Drennan, Longmire. Oh, is that all? Is that all that true? Barker didn't commit on.
0: Um, no, he, he did. He had a ceremony. He, yeah, we there. were there. Yeah, good times. Um, but um, great oldies. So uh, the uh, <laughs> I like that that saying too. There, uh, y- yes, a lot of those guys have gone elsewhere. But um, I mean, Dane didn't Dane announce on KS? No, he did not own KSR.
5: I haven't charted it. I mean, you can I, chart that they're almost actually, all Vince guys. I left though. my chart at
0: home. Like they're they're Vince guys, so you know Vince wants to give them their time.
5: It sounds like a group of army guys: Snodgrass, Williams, Regelsberger, <laughs> Williams, Barker, Drennan, Longmire. <laughs> like I could just see that on a TV show.
2: The Texture says is Goodwin saying he's not committing today? Oh, well, that's what he said. Yep, that's what he said. But he never really said that. I just love they had a huge big <laughs> chair. He so. Like
0: it was, you know, the whole setup. And the chair then, was awesome.
5: The too. king chair
0: looked like, um, uh, looked like yeah. a LeBron James like throne that he would sit on in like a Sprite commercial.
2: I saw a tweet that said this falls into could have been an email territory. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to sit in the chair. <laughs> He's like, I don't have anything for you, but when am I gonna get a chance to sit in this chair? But when you know can, when am I gonna get a chance to walk down this blue or purple carpet?
0: And you know what? If they're I I don't know how that works, but if they're flying him out there, like dude, I'm going, like. You're oh, yeah. sitting in the big chair? Yeah. To say, yeah, I'm not not making a decision today.
2: You could drum up some excitement and be like, 24-7's interested in Nick Roush's writing. Will I leave? <laughs> you go sit in the big chair? No, I'm not.
1: Oh, man.
2: A texter, oh, TC from Lexington. Always love hearing from TC. Hot take, but after that, I already, <laughs> I already hate this guy. Make an announcement to say he hasn't made a decision. Oh, no, don't hate him. It's just a kid. It's no, it's, you know. Shouldn't change your day, TC, from Lexington. No. Brett says, this is (laughs) bullcrap.
0: Oh, man. So, I will say, of the three possible outcomes, this is the second best and second worst. (laughs) You know? Things could be much worse. Good way to look at it. Could be better.
1: I still,
2: I, I think, it seems like he's telling himself, Wants to go to Michigan State, but just doesn't want to maybe have to have to have the optics of mm. switching this this late in the game. Ooh,
0: or allow oh, me to put my tinfoil hat on. Let's have as let's let's play this out in as dramatic fashion as possible. It's good for the brand. That oh, would yeah? be the tinfoil hat conspiracy, which I might subscribe to.
2: Okay, Cats Illustrated has a new story.
0: Uh-oh. What
2: is it? Ver- Virtus? Virtus? Virtus brand?
0: Not familiar with the brand. Oh, um, that's the one. They do all the nil stuff. Um, like, Wondell's with Virtus. They, the, the kids that are with Kentucky branded, it's, it's all through Virtus.
2: They have created the Big Blue Legacy, an organization that will allow business leaders to support the University of Kentucky student-athlete nil opportunities through pledging to the 15 fund. So is it the Big Blue Legacy or is it the 15 fund? Oh, hey, now we really come full circle. It's named after the fact that Kentucky was the 15th state added to the union and will have a board of directors composed of wow. former University of Kentucky athletes and will be led by Fred Johnson, CEO of Virtus Ver, Ver, Brands. Sorry, sorry Fred.
5: Did we ever get to what the second state was earlier? No. The second, oh, it was Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, we—you well, never said the answer. I did. I did. Go back oh, and listen. I wasn't listening.
0: That's
5: probably, no big deal. Probably won't listen next time either. That's fine too. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm fine
2: with it. So is this kind of what it's other a, schools have set yeah. up, where it's basically just a like a shell hey,
0: company for cheating? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no. Hat. Not not cheating because it's not against the rules. A shell company for paying players.
2: So this is something that we talked about when discussing what is the nil going to look like. We talked about this. Who's just who's going to stop somebody from just basically setting up an organization? And do you not remember we talked about this exact thing? And mm-hmm. we were like the the we were like, but the company would have to do something. And I think it was Trevor was with us, and he was like, well, the company's going to pay the players. That's their job. Yeah. Like that's what the company's there for. This is what. Basically, U.K. is and in every place, I'm sure, is going to have some equivalent of this. U.K. is going to be called the 15 fund. So basically, U.K. fans, if you want a better athletic program, there's going to be a way to financially make that happen. So it's cool. Hopefully, people with a lot of money, Vertos. That sounds so much better. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting us. Thank you so much for correctly helping me there.
0: Virtus, Virtuous. Virtuous. I'm still getting it. It's like it wrong. virtuous, but not. Yeah,
2: it's been a fun show. Let's keep going.
0: A crazy show, one might add.
2: That yeah, Cats Illustrated has that, but should be uh should be good news for UK. UK athletics, I think, not yep. just
0: football, right? Everybody,
2: everybody gets a piece of the. Only a piece pie. of that pie. Why even commit to Kentucky when he did if he wasn't sure where he wanted to go?
0: I mean, that's football recruiting. Force.
2: He's not the first one. A texter <laughs> said this Goodwin news seems to have more to do with Chris Vaughn and aspirations than Goodwin. Seems like Vaughn has used this recruitment to build on or build build excitement and more brand awareness for aspirations. I could be wrong, but seems awfully odd. Mook, Mook the reason I'll disagree with you is because they've had other. Great players too. They've had other great athletes. You haven't always had this drama. I will say though, it does seem that you that there are some uh, drawn out recruitments with some aspirations guys. Not all of them, obviously. Right. But it also isn't the worst thing in the world if that is what they're doing. No. The Goodwin stuff though, it would be feels like a bit much. It would be a bummer if you're this committed for this long and you're that like Kentucky's counting on you to be a starter. That's a pretty big deal. And if so, if they don't have that, that, that's a, that doesn't help. But ultimately, he still has to do what's best for him. If he truly is torn, he should take his time. Yeah. Better it, it, Today's announcement wasn't really the end of the world. No. And in some degree, if he really isn't sure, maybe that's what he should do. Just announce, hey, I'm not ready. I don't have to make this decision right now. I'm going to take some time. Although, he doesn't he want to enroll early?
0: He, he was planning on it. He yeah, had so, all of the so. stuff, his ducks in a row, so... You can't enroll early if you're not going to announce till February.
2: And I'll say this on behalf of a lot of media members—not me, not me exclusively—but Roush, and I'm sure there's other ones out there as well. There's probably a lot of stuff that they can't say, mm-hmm. um, because they're, they're just just be patient with some of the news that may come out of this recruitment, and be patient that it still could end up positively for Kentucky as well, because I think those things are still—I think that's on the table. But there, there's some stories. I'll just say this for Roush. She had reason to be as confident as
0: he was. Oh, I still re- am. But, but that's still recruiting. Am.
2: That's recruiting. Sticking to it. Why even, com- uh, Texter says, does KG still have an official left at Kentucky? Nope.
0: No official visits left.
2: Uh, Texter says, irregardless, which used to not be a word, but I think they've actually adopted actually it, 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 it as a word, word. which really kind of ticks me off. But yep. Go get him to rub for an actual pack game and throw him up on the big screen. Let the whole arena chant, we
0: want good, good one. It's so weird because...
2: If you want to wind down him down one more time, that all game would be a fun one the, for him.
0: Of all... The the one... the one, And I don't think they can because it's a quiet period. So I don't think you can even have contact with him while you're on hey, campus. Hey, nobody can stop him from but, going to... But the, the thing that is bizarre with all of this is that I... Um, in all of my experiences with Keontae, he actually doesn't seem to like... Like, when people chant his name, he gets kind of awkward. And, you know, like... He'll, the last oh. time I saw him he was counting down the days until he was signing so I you know I I don't know
2: interesting a, stuff yeah and for somebody who doesn't like attention a lot of official visits yeah which again I'm not I'm not blaming him for that it's just oh yeah I would that. take mine too uh a bad text into the Thornton text line ouch the pity laugh from Cohen to start the show is tough to watch Terry it he was cracking up he loved it yeah hilarious how's it going with Cohen You'll see that someday in Cohen's coaching career. Can you snort cor- cornbread hemp to help stress relief? No. I don't think so. I think they have it and in- they have tinctures, though, which are always fun. You ever do the tincture? Do a little tink?
0: Never had tinks.
2: Always fun. Tink, tink. Uh, texter. Okay, we, I mean, come
0: on. Yeah. Can't say that. It's her uh, brother. All along, I was expecting Goodwin yeah, good one to go to I, Bama. I'm going to have
2: to text my brother personally. His texts have just not even been all that funny not, lately. No. And He's, ne- well, he's like, never been funny. We're not going to say that stuff on air. What are you yeah. thinking? Just dumb.
0: All along, I was expecting Goodwin good one to go to Bama or Ohio State or one of the top dogs would have shaked his hand and said congrats but Michigan State. Wow, that would be a real gut punch. It was, certainly would. Certainly would. Any quarterback, cornerbacks, cornerbacks, or
2: safeties in the transfer portal we should be looking out for? Um,
0: there was probably ex- need to
2: let the dust settle on today. I and actually see found
0: what- out that they hosted a Clemson safety, but are saying no thanks after potentially flipping this kid from Auburn. Oh, so okay. yeah. What's the latest on the Auburn flip? Uh, eleven a.m. Eastern time. That's when he's announcing
2: and Roush thinks good news for UK. Yes. Good morning. Sorry if you've already covered it, but what's your feel on the Goodwin situation now? Feels like this means a loss on this battle.
0: No, feeling great, so.
2: Roush, all of a sudden, in like the last 20 minutes, has become more confident for what it's worth. <laughs> I don't know if he's just doubling down. I don't know if, like, the... He needs to refuel on his coffee, and he's kind of just running on fumes at this point. And I'm just sticking to my cup. <laughs> just saying stuff. No, no,
0: but I I, I just – I feel like everything's kind of gone according to plan to an extent. This is a little bit of a wrinkle, but I, I think this is a uh, – I think this is part of the plan, the ultimate plan.
2: A texter says, that shell company seems like a prime opportunity for corruption. If you have a few folks funneling money to student-athletes, you can easily skim off the top – Not saying UK's group would do that, but other places with the wrong folks running this stuff could get away with taking more than dispensing money to the athletes. I would think that people giving to these places need to be careful or ask for exact documentation on how the money's flowing. Well, it probably would be good for a good old-fashioned audit every once in a while with these places, as any good old company, except the big X. Don't look into our books. We have books. You're not going to like what you see because we don't have books.
0: So you won't be seeing nothing. All right. Fun show. Real fun show. Crazy show. Thanks to Liam Cohen for joining us. We're probably going to have a lot more stuff throughout the day. I'll be blogging them KSR to my heart's content. To my heart's content all day long. Podcasting with Luckett and Freddie later on tonight. Yeah, thank um, your
2: favorite writer for uh, for their service today. It's a, it's you know it's still a fun it's still a fun job. 11, we don't feel too bad for him, but it is a long day for him.
0: Eleven players currently official. So I get seven or eight more, uh, but a lot's still up in the air. Usually we all have right. a little bit more concrete. Biggest
2: thing to watch moving forward.
0: Uh, T- for today, Jaco- w- Jacoby w- Albert is the big one. And, uh, what about Walker? Oh, yeah, and I, I'm not sure. I, I don't have a time pinned down for that either. We don't have anybody down there from 1-3 at that thing in Frisco. So uh, that decision's coming up in the next hour or so as well. Uh, and then uh, whatever happens at corner. Uh, I don't know. Could DeCarlos Nicholson stay? Will he flip to Mississippi State? Will they bring in Zav Frazier? That situation's still fluid. still up <laughs> in the air. So three, there's three things for you to watch throughout your day today on National Signing Day.
2: All right. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks, everybody, for texting in. Liam Cohen for coming on. Adam Luckett for joining us as well and all the texters on the Thornton's text line. We will see you all tomorrow. we we'll have plenty to talk about then at 7 a.m. on the Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, okay. and Justin Gage. Let's
0: celebrate. We're going to have a good time
5: tonight. Let's celebrate.
4: It's all right. We're going to It's all